Hello team and welcome back to Oh Bravo the podcast. How are you guys? How are you Kenny? I'm feeling great. How are you tonight, Shansi Nancy? I'm pretty good. It's a Thursday. And it for is. me, right now, I'm on reduced days of work. Yes. And I scored a Friday as my off day. So lucky Thursday night's like my Friday Motherfucking bastard. Yes. Yeah, so I I'm mean, like, unlucky in some ways, lucky in other ways. I mean, am I broke? Mm-hmm. But am I, have I got a lot of free time to be broke? Do you have a long weekend every fucking weekend? Hell yeah. It's actually dangerous because usually I'm a very big believer in like, oh, Thursday night, like, let's get on it. Which is what I'm doing right now. I have to go to work tomorrow. Yeah, but like for me, a Thursday night's a a Wednesday night. Exactly. Sometimes you kind of tip on oh, to the so, Tuesday night. So Tuesday night, night you're like, oh, maybe I could have a couple of glasses because like I only have like two it days to go. Pretty much. So like, I'm like Mondays, let's keep it clear. Let's yeah. keep it sober. Healthy. Fair enough, you know, but I feel like also unprecedented times. Unprecedented. Quote, unquote. So like we should be able to like drink to that. Yeah, exactly. So like today at work, I've got this one drinking buddy at work where we go like drink for Just drink. One. Just one. No, I've got a lot, but like oh, this fine. one and I like. Like kindred spirits on the drinking. And I was like, hey, Megan, guess what I'm doing tonight? And I like grabbed a bottle of wine from my bag because I always buy wine and leave it <laughs> under my desk at work. And I was like, look, 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 And she was like, okay, great. And someone else was like, we'll get the Baraka ready for you in the morning. And I was like, okay, great, great guys. What great. makes a kindred drinking spirit? Like, like so. Or someone that enjoys it's like the drink when as much? we go out with the work crew right she normally will have the same drink as i do and she'll drink the same amount that i do yeah so like we had this major night out where we all had like so me and her drank um these things called champagne margaritas please explain i honestly feel like it's just a margarita with champagne (laughs) so it was just like a pretty hectos margarita it was delicious. But like, we had the best time. And, you know, you just pick someone and you're like, we're going to go drink for drink. Like, if I get a drink, but like, you're going to make me feel better. But, like, what does when you've asked for a champagne margarita? No, that was, like, on their menu. Oh, right. Okay. It I wasn't was like, like we whoa. invented it. It was, like, something like, that the bar had invented and we just experienced. Yeah. So, I'm like, guys, what the fuck else can you do? <laughs> make me a cosmopolitan, oh you assholes. No. It was on the menu, okay. to be fair. So, yeah, that's why she's my drinking buddy. Anyway, I anyway, forget what this podcast is about. Is it about margaritas? So is it we about are, champagne? We're talking about Bravo, um, the TV station, I guess. Is um, it? Channel. Network, network, maybe. It's station. More sophisticated. But this week we thought we'd just... Delve die. right into it. Yeah. yeah. I know we've had, we've had a lot of newsworthy time the past few weeks. Sometimes it takes like a, like half an hour to get through it. Yeah. But like this week, we don't have anything. So let's get to it. <laughs> let's start. So we're going to, this episode, yeah. if you're like all over the place and very worried about all the personal stories that we're delving into. Such is my life. Yeah. We're going to go and do, um, we're going to start with Bev Hills this week yeah. and then we'll go into Blow Deck and then we'll do a little, a little cap of New York. Like a because, teeny, teeny, tiny one. Because let's be honest. It doesn't need a full recap. We watched it, but you guys probably want to know, like, our quick thoughts. And then we can move on. We'll do the top five at five. And then we won't do the taglines this week. No. Because we did it on our Instagram recently. And I feel like... Everyone's bored of it. Yeah. So, starting with um, Beverly Hills this week, we kicked off. And yes. um, it was, I think, Kyle arriving at Camille's place. Right? You're not wrong. Yes. Kyle, the Kyle Richards, was on her way to Miss Camille Grammer's house. Which... To me, I'm going to be honest, it felt a little bit either staged. Like, well, either staged or it, it was going to be filmed for the first episode of the season. And right. then they filmed 
because they knew that Camille was going to go to the white and black party, which like, okay, we'll talk about that later. But I was confused because I felt like they did this whole like, oh, I'm so mad at you, Camille, blah, blah, blah. And like, honestly, you're talking to Chantel, like Chantel and I fucking love Housewives. Like we watch it. We pay attention to everything. I don't remember what Camille did last season. And I don't remember how they all left it off with her on the reunion. Yeah. So they were talking about a the drama that unfolded at last season's reunion, which in it's COVID, not that fresh to me. Like in I'm COVID like, times, that's about three decades ago. Exactly. I'm like, I don't remember what the fuck happened with Camille and all the no. other people. And like, Camille's not someone that I invest pure drama worryingness in. You no. know, it's just a bit of like, it's like she's you have, side drama. You have your like Sunday, like you know, Lisa Rinna is like a layer in the banana sundae of drama. I hear you. Camille is the sprinkles. Like, you don't... It's not Or, like, like the sneeze, that you sneeze on top of your sundae. Yeah, you where just, you're like, oopsie it. It doesn't, like, just, really, like, affect the flavor, but it's, like, still there. Totally. You just don't care. So, I was confused, because I don't really remember what happened with Camille and Kyla and, like, Camille and the rest of the gang. So, like, when Kyla went over and she was kind of like, hey, we got some beef, let's sort it out. I was really upset yesterday when you no fake one, called no, me in front of Maurizio and no I one fake upset. answered the phone and I was like I'm surprised to hear from you Camille like I was like what the fuck is this I know quickly Tell interjecting yes. this whole episode just as an overview yeah everyone keeps referring to Mauricio as Mo Mo I've never heard that before. Okay, no, neither have I. I think it might be like Maurizio's, like his like business persona, and then Mo's like his high Hawaiian alter ego. Maybe I'm like, did I miss a season where like that one time they went to Hawaii and and Maurizio was like, "Fuck it, I'm gonna be high on camera," and then like since then he's been like, "Fuck it, I'm gonna be high all the time." I think it is like that's why they call him something. Okay, well I liked it. Like great nickname. I'm always looking for a nickname. Yes, and Mo is cute. So, like, they went to Camille's house. Kyle's having a good chat with her. Obviously, Camille's house um, burnt down in the fires last year. So, like, it's, like, a new house we're seeing, which was gorgeous. But, like, I'm just, like, I'm still a bit confused. She has, like, a random friend there um, called... Kimber. Kimber, which reminds me of... Um... Kimberland. Timberland. No, the it, rapper. <laughs> it reminds me of, like, Embers, you know, like, or something that you... Mm. A fire starter. I don't oh, know. Oh, um... That's you know Tinder. Tinder. No, that's the <laughs> that's the love anyway, app. <laughs> she has a lovely friend there. Kindling. It's kindling. Thank you. Oh that's, my god, that's Jesus Christ! I was like, is it Tinder? And then I was like, no, that can't be right. But I was like, have we seen you? Firstly, I love that you. I was. I've it's a pretty much Kendall and I watched this episode together, and Kendall thought it was her daughter Mace, and I'm like, her daughter's like. 17. Yeah, this lady was, very was like, really. Because they introduced Kimber being there, and then it was like Kyle and Camille talking outside on the balcony, and Kimber was nowhere to be seen. And I was she like, was a what, the, what the fuck did Kimber do? Like, it was Camille's it. friend Kimber's there, and then all of a sudden it's like. Pretty much we got nowhere in this whole thing. Yeah, I didn't really write that much down about this meeting, to be honest. I think that they kind of forgave each other for whatever the fuck they were mad about. I don't even think they knew what they were mad about. They just were like, do you want to get to the next scene of this reality show? Yeah, I do. which the next scene of the reality show was lisa and denise richards meeting for like a lunch i want to say it was lunch oh yeah a no, dinner like no, it was like a it was afternoon a, it was a skinny fry sesh they ordered yeah i'm very confused about the ordering <laughs> ordering situation because they went to this like it was a very nice restaurant mm. i think denise ordered 
a juice. She did not order a cocktail, which I would have 100% ordered a cocktail if I was like, con- and if you're about Denise Richards, if you're Denise Richards, you're ordering a tequila, right? Get a tequila. And then, so she ordered a juice, and then the guy comes back around and she's like, Do you have any fries? Like, just fries. And he was like, Oh, we've got our skinny fries, or you can have like some other type of fry. And she's like, I'll have a skinny fry. So she just ordered like a side of fries, which I'm about like emotionally but yeah i'm kind of over her ordering situation no the mashed potatoes with the side of greens was like, a bit much. i'm sure it's on production these fees for lunch shows just i would be like i'll have a lobster i'll have a glass of verve what would you like lisa you're know. not drinking i think i'm just like a bottle of verve. i'm very anti-denise in the moment i feel like usually i'm not the biggest I kind of agree lisa Rinna fan but like i'm so she kind of said to her you know, why did you bring all this up? And Denise was like, I'm actually not mad about the mm. whole, like, because, De- sorry, I'm all over the place. Lisa was saying, you know, you keep bringing up the fact that we brought up the word threesome around your family, children, yeah. but you're on an international reality show where you talk yeah. about giving your husband and yourself a happy ending and, and how big like, your husband's And she's like, if you had is. never spoken about this, like conversation you had with your daughter we would never be having this conversation again and again and again which is true because it's like so well true. had denise just been like oh she had that lunch with her daughter off camera or whatever and just left it be they would have never brought it up again like it's almost like we sometimes need to as viewers remember that they're on a show and everything that they do on camera is like on purpose yeah so lisa brought that up though if you noticed in her interview and which yeah, is weird she broke she, the fourth wall, which like, they this keep is doing, front and center. Yeah, which they never do. They never break the fourth wall in any way. Where sometimes I'm like get a bit frustrated by it because I'm like, but you're on the show, you mentioned the show. And but, Lisa was also like, look, like you're telling me all these things about like not being upset and like being really chill, but it's like your energy isn't matching what you're saying. Which I totally agree with Denise. It's like like she says all this shit, but like words only mean so much she's like has mm-hmm. to live those words and she's being like she's being petty and angry like she mm-hmm. seems pissed off i was so. like denise's biggest fan last season like i really liked her i think she brought like a good balance to the show but i feel like because i think it's that whole thing where she hadn't watched herself back yet and yeah. so she was natural and then she watched herself back and was like oh i was quite a bit of a floozy of a mum, you know well rena said that she's like quote unquote yeah. i used it on the episode that they that she thinks that she's using the show to like redeem herself from last season, which is very like show driven, not like be. reality driven. I reckon, because I reckon probably the first season she was like, "Oh, they've got to be interesting." So she's she, like, "Oh, up to me. Who cares?" And then she'll she mm. watches the edit back and she's like, "Oh fuck! Like I come across as this, this, and this. Like I need to really tone it back, or I really need to like prove that I'm a good mom because otherwise I'll lose custody of my kids or whatever." And Maybe, it just comes but across then it's probably so like genuine. You shouldn't have gone on a reality show if you were worry about the custody of. I don't know, but also your ex husband's Charlie Sheen, so like you're pretty safe with doing bad things. I don't know. Um, Man, I I totally agree. But I they had that Lisa. nice little yeah. lunch, but I feel like Lisa came away from it having a different perspective on Denise. Yeah, totally. Like, she was like, I don't know that I can trust Denise as far as I can throw her. Like, I don't know. And then we kind of go, we go to Kyle. She's, like, organizing her black and white party, which I don't recall it ever being a black and white party. Well, you know, they did edit it um, in the two-week hiatus. I'm oh kidding. I'm kidding. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> But, like, black and white party. They, like, go back. They film that scene. They're like, it's not a white party. It's a black party. It's a white party. Everyone's like, 
No, they didn't. Okay. No. no. Wait, 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 wait. So <laughs> would you wear black or would you wear white? I'm like, I always wear black. Same. I wear black. But I was hoping that you'd be like, I'd wear this beautiful white gown. But I'd be I like, mean, if I no, had I'd be the one wearing like a lace black bralette and a blazer I just feel like, <laughs> suit combo. I just feel like I'd be, I don't know, if I was invited, which is not an issue for me. But like, so for example, Chris Jenner was invited to this yes. black and white party, which was really funny because she was introduced. And she was obviously wearing black. She was, in, she was wearing black and she was introduced as Carl's friend, Carl's friend which is hilarious. But like it's true also as far as the show goes. She used Um, but she wore like a very like non-plus kind of like a very black. But Chris loves a good thing. like um power suit. She does, but I felt like as well it was like, look, it's Kyle's party, it's a friend down the road's barbecue equivalent of. I'm just gonna chuck something on, you know? It's not like she's going to the Met Gala. She didn't mm. have to put on a gown, but she would have for other events if it was that right. like I don't know. I don't know. I thought the outfits were interesting. I think the Beverly Hills women pull off a lot of blazer. Yeah, I liked like, pant. I really combos. liked Therese's look. Scandalous. Yes, I think but I feel like Rinna was wearing a blazer thing. I love Kyle that. was wearing a blazer thing. Eric was kind of wearing a blazer thing. True. Like Chris Jenner was wearing a blazer thing. Like I'm a bit over like. Fucking come like Eileen was wearing like a beautiful ball gown like yeah, off but the I also vibe. like that they wear like I feel like they're very like high fashion. Yeah, but I'm like, come on, man! Like I don't know, Dorit was wearing like a what little do you flapper want, dress. What do you want them to wear? I don't know, something interesting. I don't yeah, want okay. a blazer pant suit combo all the time. Well, but I mean, it was a black and white party. Yeah, but remember when like Erica and Lisa and like Garcelle all wore the same pink pant suit? I mean, it was only three weeks I'm over the <laughs> pantsuits, man. Like, put the fucking no, blazers true. away. They probably the, all like, got the same stuff. Wear a well, skirt and okay. a top. Or, so like, talking about fucking pants and a top. Or mm, True. I don't know. I'm just, prob- they, they all probably wear the, all same have the same shit. Stylist. It's exhausting. Well, um, talking about stylists, so they, this episode before um, uh, Kyle's Buck and White party, we kind of saw behind the scenes of people getting ready. And we saw Erica getting ready with, the Kardashians hairdresser. Yes. But. Clyde. Clyde. But So they scandal. said that Clyde did her hair. And I don't know Clyde, but I remember that Clyde, the hair god, I think his name is on Instagram, mm-hmm. does the Kardashians hair. And then you noticed. Because I'm not big into beauty, but only from work. You are beautiful. Well, <laughs> that's why I'm not into beauty, Kendall. I don't, <laughs> it's have, just to, really natural I don't have to bother about it. It's so weird. I'm just naturally gorgeous. Yeah. Um, fair goal. So you get it, but um. So she doesn't have to look into all the things that all of us peasants look peasants. into. Makeup, what is that? Ooh. But um, Joyce Benelli. Joyce. If any Kardashian fans out there, you've got to be out there. I mean, none of you watch RuPaul apparently, which is sad. But scandal. But Kardashians, you kind of have to delve into. Yeah, and you get that like she was really good friends with all of them. She was one of their initial makeup people. What do you think happened? There was a big fallout. Like it's. It's like, the same with, um, so Joyce and them had a fallout and then also, um, their stylist. Monica, what was her yeah, name? Yeah, Monica Rose. Yes. Yeah. And she was like big as in she set up like Gigi and Kendall. Yes. Back but in like I 2015, 2016. I know what, I feel like I have, I know why they stopped talking to Monica, but I forget. It was something to do with like either stealing money or stealing, like t- selling stories kind of thing. I think it might have been selling stories. Yeah, something like that. Again, don't quote me. This is just... But anyway, yeah. I was just very interested by that because 
to put Joyce on TV world. as well yeah. is like very kind of making a statement. Joyce and Clyde. And I'm like, I forget. Where's that dude, that little cute dude that used to like do the pussycat dolls? Oh, oh like the so tall cute. guy? Yeah, he's the one that yeah, like, normally like, does her like, choreography. Yeah, I don't know he and he used to do like the pussycat doll stuff and he was actually in Keeping Up with the Kardashians doing Kim's dance oh my for God. the pussycat dolls. I know. So it all comes full circle, so I'm not it really I was surprised, but I wasn't fully surprised that they were in there. Also, but, um, interesting that Ian Bravo obviously don't have an issue with talent being like cross-cross. Yeah, because I think that Kyle... I mean, Faye's been in Keeping Up with the Kardashians before. Yeah, true, and so was Kyle. Kyle was? Mm. Yeah, so I think they're just kind of like, you know, you're famous, I'm famous, let's scratch each other. I mean, I get it, I get it. I know what that's all about. You, I mean... You know... I get that every other day when I go to a cafe. (laughs) But yeah, so we have Faye, Faye and Glenn. Remember Glenn? The wedding planner? This made me happy. So I've been watching a lot of old school Bev Hills and I keep seeing... So Glenn was Party planner Glenn. Kyle's old OG party planner who was like this big guy, a bit daggy, I would say, which... Super daggy. Which, you know, like, but like he... You'd be like, what does he know about style? And then it's like, whip out a massive killer party popping... Party of the century... But then I hadn't seen him in a while and I was like, of course, she's like up and gone with like, you know, I don't know, a party planner that tucks in his shirt. To be honest. He does not. (laughs) (laughs) But he's okay. He doesn't need to look He is gorgeous and he does a party. He does. So Faye and Glenn were hanging out backstage, whatever. Backstage at the party. At the party planning situation. We get Dorit coming. She's, she's got her hair in like an interesting little like end flip up situation, which I'm always so nervous to do because I think I'd look like one of I the kids think... from the Brady Bunch. No, so to me, she looks like a Jetson or something, like a cartoon. Yes. You can't really like get away with it in real life, but you can if you like, if I That's was five I mean. like, and I it's like, like, and she's a lady. And her name is Kendall, and she is bringing up seven beautiful girls. Then I could have it's that haircut. But otherwise, I don't want that haircut. No. It makes me nervous in the 21st century. <laughs> it's true. I don't know. There's a lot of hairs right down there. Like, it's You're very... right. It's like a Jetson thing. Like, it's like, oh, she's about to zoom up into space. The thing I love about Dorit is you can tell that she... Spent 800 hours doing yes. hair and makeup, like and spent, then she rocked she up for a three... casual evening. Three days marinating in the slow cooker of the hairstyle, and yes. she's come out crisp as a glamazon. And she's like, "Oh, this thing! I just popped it on. It's like popped, popped it on five it. years ago. You know, popped it on for my quick visit over before your party." Love, I also love that about her. But it's like, bro, like she must have these hairstylists that, like, every day they're like, "Okay, so we spent twelve hours googling different hairstyles that you could wear." You know what else Dorit is famous for, which we did discuss in the last podcast? Oh, right. Hair accessories. Which is a topic of conversation. Which is a topic way. of conversation. Why, Chantel? Tell the okay. viewers. <laughs> the viewers. You're not saying Okay, me. so I'm the kind, listeners, of, I'm kind why? of... Well, I mean, it's bridging on our next show of... Um, Below Deck. Below Deck. Bugsy has been getting a lot of slack on the IG lately. Mm. So Bugsy is the newcomer, but oldcomer, but newcomer on this season of Blow Deck. She's had a lot of beef with um, Hannah. She's very enthusiastic. I like her because I think she brings a lot. Anyway, we'll go into that next. But she wears well, a lot of... What's happening visually? Well, she wears a lot of accessories. In front of you right now. Well, she, apparently she wears a lot of accessories. With me. Oh, right. So, and not you. Okay, sorry. Not about me. 
Kendall is wearing hair clips. Yeah. And this week... And Chantel, last and Chantel told, everyone, told everyone... What did I say? You are going to be an accessory extraordinaire. And I was supposed to wait this week to see your beautiful accessories. Again, my people, not a ring, not an earring, not to a be hair fair. clip, not a necklace inside. <laughs> Again! Excuse me. If anyone um, has an eye for detail, they would say that I'm wearing a hair tie. Um, and... It's a hair tie. And I was like, if you have an accessory if it also, that I can't see, I'm scared about it. If anyone had another eye for detail, <laughs> they would just see that maybe at the end of last episode, I got a bit tipsy and mm. I've forgotten about this. And next week, you will regret what are you gonna this do? accessory challenge. Are you going to wear a I'm headband? I'm going to blind you with the accessories. With anyway. Diamonds. Pretty much, we were saying that Bugsy is getting a lot of slack for her <laughs> accessorizing. And did anyone not remember... And Dorit is Dorit. a queen of accessories. Anyway, in this particular scene, she wasn't accessorizing. She just had the little hair flip outs at the end, which is also a bit um like um Monsters Inc. Cartoon girlfriend. Oh yeah. Of Mike Wazowski. <laughs> or like, you know, um Mars Attacks. <laughs> I've got so many references and so little time. Well, we're gonna put I might even do a little like Quick round up. Mm. Yeah. Okay. So Later. they're all having a so quick chat. You yeah. know, Kyle's like, oh my God, Dorit, I invited Camille. And then we revisit Camille's issue with Dorit, which I again forgot, which I think was something to do with Dorit, like Camille saying that um, it's a lot they of had who, money problems. It's a lot of who cares. And the answer is no one. No, I don't even it's, care it's, enough to mm, remember. Yeah. I'll tell you what I'm really up in arms about. Tell me, put your arms in the air like you just don't care. It's Garcelle. No, so, because then what happens? We see another fucking weird solo well, no, this, scene. Okay, so before we forgot this, but before the party, this is how unimportant it is. There was a scene. Garcelle again. Nothing yeah. to do with Housewives. Goes, nothing. Goes to a meeting with like Garcelle production. The Garcelle show. And she talks about options for a new show, and it's like, excuse me, at Bravo, are you doing a spin-off? Answer now. Why is no one talking about this? There is no other housewife that gets. First season. We're not like we're not talking shit about, you know, Kyle will go speak about her random TV show she does, whatever. But this is the first season. She's a new housewife. She's getting all these solo scenes. She's barely ever doing like scenes with another housewife. No, I was shocked when she turned up to Kyle's party. I was like, holy mother of God, Garcelle is here. And with a sexy man on her hip. Very sexy man. Like it was I'm confused about it because I'm like, bro, like, I love, I want to love Garcelle. I said this last time. Like, I'm, I'm not against her, but I also am simultaneously, like, she's not on the Real Housewives of Beverly Hills. She's no. on the Garcelle show. She's like Chris Jenner, man. She pops in every once in a while. Yeah, like, <laughs> what I see is what I like, but I feel like Sutton's more of a part. And she doesn't have a, what is it, Beverly Hills crystal or bolt. Yeah, yeah, diamond or. That's the thing. Whatever That's the fuck the they hold in the end. It's no. all just a bit weird. And and the whole scene, mm. like, I was like, I don't know what you're talking about. What's this show? Like, is there a script? Like, I was just really confused about the whole Same. episode, to be honest. So, um... But I think they might actually be doing a... Or had planned a spin-off, because surely... Of what, though? It's the not Garcelle like she's famous show? enough for us to, like... It's not like it's, you know, Jada Pinkett Smith or something that we're, like, mm, you know... Entanglement. Yeah, or even pre-entanglement. Like, we're just, like, interested in your life because you're a bit interesting and juicy. It's like, I didn't really know Garcelle before the show. Yeah, did I? 
But like, I'm like, oh, okay, yeah, no, maybe I have seen her in things. But not, she's not like a juicy celebrity with boss, you know? I know. I just want her to get involved a bit more. Same. That would be my suggestion. I'm glad that she went to this... Join the party. Black and white party. But yeah. I do think that she's not been to enough things to really involve herself in no. what's going on with the women, which I think will really kind of force her to be an outsider moving mm. forward. I don't know how she's going to... I just want gonna... us all to have a slumber party. And we're like, go so... Yeah, we need to... darkest secret. I mean, but... we see which we'll talk about later, the preview for next week. They're going to probably go to Rome eventually. I'm really looking forward to the cast trip with these guys because I'm like, fucking let's get Garcelle away from her own private show. And if let's they only all knew. get in your pajamas. And besides Teddy, she can stay at home because we want to get oh, them to drink. Oh, quickly. Teddy really annoyed me this Oh, Teddy yeah, so then so we negative. go to the actual white party. <laughs> guys, <laughs> we'll promise we'll finish this wrap-up. It's amazing. And, and we see that... Um, Eileen is on her way. Eileen's beautiful. She's gorgeous. She's aged very gracefully. She's dyed her hair brown for um, another movie that she's doing. I actually said to Chantal, I was like, I feel like Eileen would do so well on Roni right now because I think Eileen's like a little bit of like a Carol-esque vibe. Like she's very... Too cool for she's school. smart she's like no no i don't think she's too cool for school. i think she's smart i think that she's like got a good head on her shoulder she's kind of like mature so i could see her being on roni and kind of pulling in those crazy bitches eileen wasn't the only one like after she appears no. then it's adrian adrian and her ex Paul and his new wife is there but i really that made me so happy because i really thought it was sad, their divorce. Like, I really liked watching them. I know, they were cute. And so I'm glad that they're, like, obviously, it's so funny watching them because they have both gotten the biggest facelifts. Like, for people... They look ridiculous. They look so... Brandy as well looks ridiculous. They look like my car seat. They're really stretched. They're just very There's leathery. There's no emotions left. There's nothing. But, um... And Brandy's definitely, they've all had, like, they just need to stop about six years ago with the plastic surgery. Like, it's really, it makes me sad because I'm like, you guys are good peeps. I know you back in the day. They're beautiful as well. When you had jewels. They're not unattractive women. No, all men. They're gorgeous. Just like, just, it's okay. Like, you see the pictures of Brandy with, like, um, Eddie Cibrian back in the day. And Mm. you're like, holy shit, is that fucking Elizabeth Hurley? No, it's just gorgeous. But the thing is, it's like an aging thing. And like, I guess I'm only what, like... 47? 49 and a half. No. <laughs> <laughs> See, even though I'm saying that. No, I'm like 28. But like 98, which is obviously kind of young. But I'm already kinda. seeing the droops. It's happening. No, shut the fuck oh, up. No, I'm, I'm not, it's not a this. pity party. But I'm just saying Shanti's like... she has got a as fuck face. With a little bit of a little... But like, um, she doesn't have a single. She's got a lot of smile lines. It must be hard if you see happy girl. But I don't see myself on TV. Like, imagine them seeing themselves on TV. Yeah, but and then they're like, "Hey, I can cut your face in half and pull it up a bit." I'd be like, "Well, her husband can cut her face in half and pull it up a bit." Mm. Back in the day, I'd be like, "Bro." If I could get a little, like, lip injection here or there, like, from my dude, randomly, I'd be like, yeah, go for it. I just want to see what it's like. Cut my nose off and then stitch it back with a little prettier one. (laughs) Exactly. We've all got our advices. So, anyway, we're at the the white party. Kyle's talking to Mo, (laughs) a.k.a. Maurizio. He's wearing, like, a fucking yellow t-shirt with, like, tie-dye pants. And I'm like, what the fuck happened to Maurizio, you guys? He's like, so Kyle asked him, he's... 
she's like, can you fix this light? And he's like, no. Okay. But it's like the party time and it's like everyone guests are arrived in like their full-on black tie to the ground. Dorit spent five and a half decades in glam for this. And he just pulls in. He's like, I've turned the light on. And he's like, it looks like he just came out of the ground. He's been hibernating pre-COVID, for COVID. For Guys, like- he's high all the time. Like, and I'm saying this because I'm jealous. Like, I'm confused about know, it. I'm, I'm really bad at telling high people, so I don't but know. But it's like, all of a sudden, like, Maurizio spent, like, six years on our screens being, like, the best husband and father ever, which I'm sure he still is. But then all of a sudden, they did that Hawaiian scene where he got high. And then it's like, oh, Maurizio's high. That's what he is now. That's Mo. See, I haven't noticed that, but I'm going to pay attention. You should because it's, it's, it's a lot. I'm so like then, that mum that doesn't know their kids. And the party looks amazing and it, it is for charity, which is really, really nice. Like it looks like they, all the silent auction items they have, like some of them are like $5,000, like $25,000. Like yes. I think they sold some like $45,000 well, stem cell well, thing. That was weird and interesting. But also, so I saw that Dorit kind of bought a charity golf thing for 17,000. Imagine, like, I know she's rich, but that's, like, golf, you know? I know, but it's, like, Chris donated 25 grand without even, like, blinking, which Chantel and I were trying to debate how much 25 grand would be to Chris Jenner, and I reckon it'd be 50 bucks. Maybe for you. For me, it would be, like, an eyelash. I'd be like, oh, okay. There like, we go. <laughs> that's what you think for Chris it is. She's so rich. I think it's 50 bucks. $25,000? Some eyelash. Okay, yeah, she, fifty bucks. You have to 50. think about it. Uh, or like hundred and fifty bucks. Thirty nine dollars. That's okay, what I reckon. Okay. okay. Yeah, so we, and you guys can tell us what you think yeah. as well. Like, how much is a twenty five thousand dollar bill worth to Chris Jenner? It's like Chris Jenner, like, um, can own the world. What's no? When you currency? Oh, <laughs> Chris Jenner currency. The cake. Mm, no. The cur- So anyway, um, Camille's there. She brought Kimber again, aka kindling from the fire, where you light your <laughs> shit. And um, Lisa's a bit scared to confront her. I think. Um, again, I don't remember why Lisa and Camille had an argument last season. They really should have done a better recap of. Again, we don't care. Again, I don't care. So then they greet each other with Eileen, Eileen and Kimber, and um. Rena and Camille and Rena's like you're an asshole you're an asshole on Twitter but good to see you and it's like oh my god like can yeah. you at least get some fucking receipts also, man like what the fuck did Camille do on Twitter like I don't remember I don't any though, of this I don't think that Lisa Rena really cares it was more just something to do for five minutes and then go and report back to Erica yeah and be like oh that was horrible yeah. we got off onto horrible stuff but I'm like god I don't even know what like I love a good screenshot. Like, if Bravo could have put on some screenshots of whatever the fuck they argued about. Well, they had a few of, like, um, Camille's screenshots, but it just, without the context, it didn't really work. Mm. But um, I found it interesting because PK, so PK came with um, Dorit, or after Dorit, but he was there. Having a conversation with Aaron. And I've quite liked PK on Insta lately. Like, he's kind of, he can take the piss a bit. Like, Mm. as much as I don't like him, I'm like, oh, he treats Dorit nicely. Like, he, like, Mm. really makes a fuss about her. Which, you know, obviously, who knows if he's a nice husband or not. (laughs) But, like, he seems kind of cute on the IG. I'm like, I hate you less. And so, um, Denise and Aaron, 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 whatever you want to say, they arrive. And obviously, after last week, um, with all the drama of Aaron being kind of a dick to all the girls, 
uh, PK knows about it from Doreen. Yeah, and he's like, word to the wise, don't get involved. In yeah, pretty much was this like... dramas, because PK's been there before. Yeah, and Aaron was very defensive and weird. But also I feel like PK hyped up the weirdness, was like, what do you mean by what you're revolving? But it was like, yeah, I can, I like this drama because I just hate Aaron right now. What are your thoughts on Aaron? Aaron, Aaron, Aaron. Aaron scares the shite out of me, to be honest. Like, yeah. I would not want to speak to him at a party. I would get really scared of, like, conf- like talking to him about anything. I don't know. He just, like, gives me the heebie-jeebies. He's that kind of guy. Well, there's obviously been all this um, drama about the threesome. Yeah, and their relationship. Or, like, I don't even know rocks? if it's a, it a threesome, but there's the whole thing with, yeah, his relationship with um, Denise being on the rocks because Denise apparently had an affair with Brandy. So well, this- speaking of Brandy, this is the first time we've seen Brandy and Denise, like, unite Together. on screen. Which was really those interesting. Those rumours. So, like, Denise... Well, actually, and ever on Brandy. Graphic. No, we have. They had dinner that time, one time. Like, last season, I think. Oh, okay. So, Brandy, I think, embraces Denise. You know, she's a bit like, oh, like, um, you look gorgeous tonight. Or, like, you look so sexy tonight or something. And it's like... They definitely have something going on. Like, I wouldn't put it past. And she's like, oh, Denise, come sit in between me and someone else. Like, I don't know. It was a bit weird. It was a bit. But I'm also like, I can't wait till next week. I just want to see it all now. So I want to know, is it a threesome? Is it a twosome? Are you cheating? Are you being Yeah, weird? what's the preview? What, so the what do go? we remember from the preview for next week? So we've got, I think Brandy says to Aaron and Denise, she's like, you guys are amazing. I want to be a thruple with you. Or like, I want to be like involved in your relationship. And it looked as though it made it. It made us as though they had not yet done anything. I agree. It didn't seem like but, they had some sort of relationship. Yeah. And then what... I don't even remember what else happened in the preview. I think Kim is there. Kim is there. But I was like, no, I just saw a <laughs> really... Kim is there and the white party continues. The white party and Garcelle probably goes again to a different place. Another no meeting. <laughs> she goes and does her own thing. just like need is a and bit she's more like, documenting. Okay, I'm going to go hang out with Sutton. And then the producer's like, fuck, she tricked us again. She's by herself again somewhere. But it's such a shame because I really love um, Garcelle when she hung out at the party. I was like, thank you. She's got a great vibe. Hanging. Yeah. So I'm pretty sure that's like what went down on BH this week, you guys. If you have any opinions about anything, Mm -hmm. like we love to be challenged, like let us know. Yeah. But like not too hard. (laughs) Don't hurt. Just like bring it up. We just want to know like what you think without being Or if we've forgotten something. Yeah, exactly. Let Mm -hmm. us know. It's been a long day and we just watched it. So (laughs) this should be hypothetically the time that we remember most things. I just want more drama. Like I can't wait to see how the brandy thing unfolds. No, I agree. I'm so excited. I'm so ready for some brandy in my life. Hello and welcome back, you guys. We're now speaking about the (laughs) Below Deck Mediterranean episode recap of the week. Z-week. So how are you enjoying Below Deck Med, Shansi? Okay, so first season, really... For me, not for, for the show. For you, yes. Um, but really, I'm like really enjoying it. It's a different vibe to the Real Housewives or Vanderpump. It's I yeah. like that. There's a bit of like career things happening. Yes, there's like purpose to the show. Like they've got to. The, yeah. The, anyway, really liking that. Um, still really liking Bugsy and her enthusiasm. That's how I started off. I was like, "Yep, proud of her." We're ready to jump back in it. 
So basically, at the end of last episode, we know that Jess, um, I don't know, her finger got smushed oh in my between God. a yacht door and a yacht door handle. And she's afraid that it's broken. We've got amazing Bugsy jumps up and it's like, oh my God, Jess, what happened? Jess. Jess, oh shit, let's fix this Jeez, thing. Jess, what happened? That's our South African it's accent. South African accent. South African, but also New Zealand. Also just a disaster. But oh my God, Jess, <laughs> is your hand okay? Well, she came back and it was fractured. So actually props to fucking Jess for being like a pro. Like, yeah, but doesn't fracture mean broken? Fracture means a small break. Yeah, so. but she's like, it's not broken, it's fractured. And I'm like, Jess. Well, she's trying to be, I think. So, anyway, she comes, so she goes off the, sh- the ship to the, the ship. ship. <laughs> I don't know what it is, the boat. The yacht. <laughs> That's the one. It's yachting. <laughs> she goes off and um, her sales vehicle boyfriend is all like. Oh, yeah, Rob. He's like, I'll see you. And he doesn't really say, I'll come with you, but also he can't. <laughs> you but, bitch, um, you can back. So come we can continue our romantic and then situation. She comes back and he's like, oh, babes, what's happening and then she's like, oh, fracture. So she's like the opposite of me in real life. Because if I have a fracture, I come in and I'm like, I've broken everything. Where she's like, I want to keep my job. I have fractured something. You know? But do so, you reckon if she wasn't on camera, she'd be that keen to keep her job? More keen. Like if it was me. No, but like if you're on, as in like. I mean. Because she's on camera, she's like, oh, I want to keep staying here and making out with this guy and like getting my yes. five minutes of fame. Versus like if she was on a random yacht, you'd just be like, fuck, I broke my finger. Like, I'm good. But yes and no, because it's like if she was on a random yacht, then she would have no money, mm. like less opportunity for money. So she'd be like, yeah, I need to keep my job to keep going. So I don't know. It's like, I don't know, catch 22 a bit. I don't know. Fair call. So Jessie, our main gal, like she goes off the boat to get her finger x-rayed. We learn a bit about our next charter guest. The biggest thing I think about these charter guests that we should note is that they are vegan. Well, yeah. They like they have this like major chill vibe, which whenever I meet someone that is like giving off major chill vibes, they are crazy. I don't know. I just, I freak out with chill people. I, I hate don't know. I think that the guys people. that were on the charter were quite cute. Like I was attracted to them. One of them was wearing like a Kawards set. Yes, I'm like, but they're all dickheads, Kendall. Cute. Yeah, but they're gay. Yeah, Not but that means matter. dickheads, but I'm just like, what? But, How cute. They're wearing cord sets. Oh, totally. They have great they're style. Vegan. I love them. They're hot. They're sexy. I'm but they're assholes. <laughs> I mean, they're not. They just know what they like. Yeah. And also, I guess, like, the thing is, I guess when you're on, so you have money because you go on this show and you can buy your for the weekend kind of thing. Yeah. And the idea of the show is obviously they they don't not want you to bring up drama. Like, Sandy's always like, what do you guys think? Yeah, you don't want to be, like, your average, like, delightful charter No, guest. You like, you want some sort of flair. You want drama, that's true. But, like, when they were, like, kind of, like, clapping. So, later on in the show, they kind of, like, clap their, like, cutlery together. Like, food, food, food kind of right. thing. And that's when I'm like, mm. But I think, like, to begin with, like, Kiko's a bit nervous about some of them being, veg- like, vegan. Yeah, he's nervous in a sweet way, he's like, I've never cooked vegetarian. He's adorable. Like, he's like, I'm not a vegan chef. Like, he loves to make, like, all his, like, 
I mean, vegan is one thing. Like, vegetarian, yeah. I'm sure he'd be okay with. Vegetarian's, like, old school. Like, when your friends said they're vegetarian, you're like, ah. Oh. Now you're like, oh, cool. That's, like, so mainstream. But you. vegan is, like, fuck, you can't put any cheese Vegan's in anything. Vegan's, like. You can't put milk in anything. You can't put yogurt in anything. You can't put, like, fucking mm. milk in any of your curries. Vegan, you're jeopardizing relationships. Like, your social scene. Yeah. I'm going to have to look up the menu, like, <laughs> way before I invite you to any dinner. Well, working on Kiko's side, though, like, even though he was nervous about cooking, when he met the group of these children. He was children, delightful. Well, he was delightful. And then all the gay guys were like, oh, my God, the chef. Kiko, so cute. So cute. And, and I was like, back off pictures, they were he's mine. <laughs> from Spain. Yeah, they were Spaniards. So Kiko spoke Spanish because he's yeah. from Brazil. Yeah. So obviously that so was, was also nice that he had that kind of like he connection. wasn't as scared to talk to them as maybe he is with the English barrier. True. For yeah. Other guys. So, so like true. I thought that was really cute. Like that I don't know. Nice. I just find him like I literally this whole episode I was like oh my fucking god Pete is not Pete. Oh my god I almost said Pete. Oh. Ew, we'll get to that in a sec. Kiko is adorable. Kiko but yeah, is adorable. Speaking he was, of Pete, he was really funny as well. Though just quickly before we yeah. don't move on to. Hey, last thing about Kiko. Kiko has a great sense of humor, like about like he's being really funny and sarcastic about vegetarians. He does. There was a moment where the crabs arrived and he was like, You're going to die. And I was like, That's <laughs> a good one. I was like, I like Hysterical. you. But no, so going on to Pete. We had this um episode was Bugsy did a really bold thing, which I'm very proud of, where she went to Captain Sandy and she kind of was like, look. I thought at first Pete was being a bit like showy and funny, but like now I'm starting to think he's really saying these really derogatory things about women and it's kind of freaking me out. And I think that he should be called out on it, which I thought was amazing because a lot of women are scared to do that. Well, I actually like caught myself because I watched that whole scene. And I was like, honestly, like he hasn't touched you. He's been fine. <gasps> no, but no, that's not good enough. He's actually been a massive asshole. But I was like, I almost kind of, felt bad for him because I was like oh no because I, I know he's like just a really insecure guy but I'm like that doesn't give you the permission to be an asshole well it's like or to make girls feel a certain way said I guess about like stewardesses to Bugsy I think last episode he was all like yeah like all I want to do is like fuck stew no totally all that shit like, and when just, I saw that I was like oh yeah fuck that was horrible yeah I think that he just speaks in like a really demeaning way and it probably creeps Bugsy well, out I was really impressed by Sandy Captain Sandy because she's the bomb dot she is the bomb and she was even like you don't have to even say anything else if you don't yeah. want to I believe you I'm taking this seriously she's like Bugsy I know that when you come and that's what I love about a good manager man like when when you know when to take it's your rare employees seriously or not because it's like if you've got an employee like Bugsy or whatever that's like a fucking badass they do their job they get it done and they're coming to you being like oh this is bothering me you know to take it seriously because you're like this is a good employee they don't do this normally it's not like the boy who cried wolf Mm -hmm. like that's a good manager that's like you know what you're saying this to me you don't need to say too much I believe you totally and as a captain a female captain imagine all the crap that Sandy's had to put up with. Oh. And she's not, like, a person that brings up a big deal about everything. Like, I know there's a whole deal between, you know, Hannah and Bugsy, but Captain Sandy's like, lol, you guys work it out. She's not even giving it time of day. She's just like, you know, you'll be fine. Bugsy and you'll be fine, Hannah. It's yeah. all good. But then when something's serious, she's totally just bringing it up. And I really, like, I was like, whoa. Respect. And so Sandy grabbed Pete straight away and pretty much brought 
up the allegations to him. Mm-hmm. And I honestly was a bit surprised that he like immediately copped up to it and was kind of like, Same. yeah, you're right. Like I haven't been the best. Like I need to pay attention to what I say. Cause I was really expecting him to be like, what are you talking about? Like, blah, blah. Like Same. with the sweetheart thing, he was all like, who called her sweetheart? Blah, blah. Like he honestly like totally wasn't aware of his own actions. So I was like surprised that, this time around, he seemed like he knew he did have a problem and he was out of line. Yeah, and he was even like, I was surprised by the fact that he didn't make as many excuses as I thought he would. Like, Same. I blatantly thought he would just come I was in like and make excuses preparing. for his like, attitude. I was like, fuck you, dude. I'm going to yeah. fucking hate you after the scene. And then he was like, you're right. I have spoken incorrectly. And I was like, no. I mean, like, he, he, to so hard? He, got, he got a bit weird. He, he I, I think because... Obviously, after He's this on whole thing, television, it's um, hard to deal well, with. after this whole thing, so Mali, Malia, 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 man, every fucking time, I know. So she, she was like, "I'm demoting you to, like, not first, not lead deckhand." And she promoted Alex, and then eventually she kind of Did like. She promote Alex? I thought she didn't promote anyone. No, she put Alex up, oh. and then she kind of indirectly swaps. Um, Pete and Rob. Rob's kind of like timelines, which doesn't mean anything. But Malia also like does good work chats, mm. in my opinion. Like she's got a really good demeanor. Like she's very like fair. She's like, oh, hey, totally. Pete, can I speak to you? Hi, yes. Given the lies of I things would, that have yeah. happened, I think it's best if you blah blah blah. Like she's very like she doesn't when she speaks to people, it's like she's taken the manual of like management one hundred and one and has like. She speaks so like diplomatically and fairly and like concisely. So true, and, and like, I'm I'm like inspired every time that she. I want says to something. from a viewer on the couch kind of like shout at Pete. So imagine how she feels, and she's so yeah. chill about it, and she's diplomatic about she it. She is like I actually yeah, she's a really good leader. But um, so she does that whole thing. So but Pete surprisingly is kind of. I mean, he's very much like, yes, this is my era of my ways, blah, blah, blah. But then he kind of gets a little bit weird, I think, when he's like, you guys haven't seen professional Pete, you know? And he gets like, no. and I'm like, I don't want to see professional Pete. I'm kind of scared. <laughs> it's like he has like an alter ego that's a murderer. He's like, I've shown you my sexist alter ego, but here's my professional one. It's like, oh, yeah, he yeah, gives me the heebie He does, but also he's. He, yeah. But look, for now, we're glad that he got called out. He's taking responsibility. That's all you can really ask at this point. He's been demoted. Sandy, Malia, Bugsy, everyone knows what's up. Totally. Then I think, you know what was interesting is that we then go into the um, cabin. It's like the guests are on board and Bugsy goes to Kiko and she's like, oh my God, Kiko, where are the... Um, lemons and Kiko's like oh you know I've got I've got limes for myself or something like I've ordered my own limes and I've got like one lemon and then Bugsy's like oh no 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 Hannah should have ordered us lemons like that's her job like we won't take your lemons where the lemons that Hannah should have ordered and then Bugsy no and then Kiko goes to Hannah later and is like I'll keep an eye out because Bugsy did try and like give a bit of shade to you about ordering lemons so I wondered where you land on this situation. Like, are you, do you agree with the way Bugsy handled it? Do you think that 
Kiko was right in warning Hannah? Like, do you think that so, Kiko was I, stirring the pot or what? Tell I'm me. very like Hannah and Kiko. I love Hannah. I think she's like dry sense of humor, cynical bitch. And I love it. That's what I am. Mm. And I love Kiko because I'm kind of in love and think he's really talented and funny. Mm. But in this case, I was kind of like, Bugs is just doing her job. And if there's no lemons, isn't she like, where are the lemons? Like, that's not wrong to bring it up, you know? I disagree. Oh. So I think, yes. Like, it. even so, it might be technically Hannah's job to order the lemons. Mm-hmm. But I think just from an employment, employee, camaraderie perspective, it's not good to throw your fellow person but, under the bus to someone else. But did she? Yeah, she was like, Hannah should have ordered those lemons. Like, we won't take yours. Like, she should have ordered them. But she should have. Yeah, but I feel like you don't need to say that and, like, throw her under the bus. But also, I felt like she was like, kind of being like, like, I don't oh, want to take your lemons. Her. No, but she could be like, oh, I haven't actually seen Hannah. I'll ask her where yeah, lemons okay, are. True. She before hadn't. I make the mm. assumption that she hasn't bought any this lemons is for us. This is true. I don't know. I'm just over people. Like, I just think there has to be some kind of loyalty with employee. Like, when you're working together in such close quarters, there has to be some kind of loyalty where you're like, even if my colleague has fucked up, I'm not going to throw them under the bus to other people until I talk to them first. You know what? I'm thinking back to my days of Priceline, and I agree. But because fair enough, like if say Bugsy had gone to Hannah and she's like, Hannah, where are the lemons? And Hannah was like, fuck your lemons, man. I don't fucking need lemons to make cocktails or whatever. Zest yourself. I don't know. Then Bugsy could have gone to Kiko and been like, yeah, we were supposed to get lemons, but Hannah didn't order them. But if you haven't had a conversation with your colleague yet, I don't think you should really throw them on the bus. Lemon gate 2020. I know. And that's why Kiko is a shimitsy bit like warning of Hannah. Like he was yeah. like, ooh, like be careful. And I, I also think that was like a bit of a like a language barrier. They were like, be careful. And she was like, no, I ordered it. And he was like, be careful. <laughs> don't sleep with your one eye open. And then it was like, there was a shade. And, and then she was like, oh, okay, I get what we're doing. We're warning each other. Like it was really like, funny. I came to make a six of courses. <laughs> and she's like, what? And he's like, I need a lemon. And she's like, Okay, it's a fucking. It was a, it was a lot. I love it. Well, happening. okay, so Kiko kind of fucked up this whole um by accident. This whole so I think Mushroom he was just gate. like off his game because he was really unconfident. He was like, I can't do vegan, but I'm gonna try. And then he really freaked out. Whereas last, you know, everyone kept drawing comparisons. Last episode, he did seventy two plates for a random guests, and he nailed it. Well, there was some sort of mushroom chewy versus non chewy mushroom situation. Whole mushroom. He made situation. an amazing mushroom dish, and then again, the dude was like, "I love that mushroom dish. I want it again." And then he was like, "No, it's chewy." And then they had to. Well, wait. actually, he didn't say it was chewy. It was bugsy. And him though, okay, he didn't okay, eat he it, did and he was right. like, "Quality oh, of the mushroom." Which, to be honest, I'd be cool. With, I don't really notice. I don't know that mushrooms got chewy. I like mushrooms. I like mushrooms too. I think Bugsy <laughs> should have just done a few more rounds of shots and then done the mushrooms. That's would have solved the entire episode. Exactly, and then he had his mushrooms again for like his entree dish to the vegans, and I'm like, "Holy shit, man! We don't need any more mushrooms going on." No, unless you're a taking them and they're giving you a high of life. Unless you're Moe, Mauricio. Exactly. And unless you're Momo and you need some mushrooms to get through all, your black and white party. All well that ends well, Mauricio. What else I thought was interesting was was that one of the dudes said that um, 
juice in Europe is disgusting. Like, and I just honestly he was really adamant about that, that before. But also, if juice is juice, then it's juice, right? Like, if fresh juice is juice, <clears throat> I didn't know that juice in Europe was disgusting. It was very intense. His distaste, and he didn't like the orange juice that was provided by an orange the orange <laughs> juice, or it was the cranberry juice. Like one of them, he was like, "Fuck you." He was I like, give this back. He was like, never. I never your again. Serve <laughs> so me this juice. Which and I wish I could do in my life. You know, I like know. you wish that you the could say that I can back like, that and be like, never. He also asked um, Hannah, he's like, so unpacking, like, are you going to unpack us? Oh, God, that was painful. But I'm like, here is something else that I thought about. I was like, but also, honestly, I would not want anyone to unpack me because I'd be like, dude, I have a lot of shit roaming around in my bag. Like, who knows what the fuck is in there? Like, there might be like some some okay. dumb packets from I... 17 trips ago that you never removed. But I, if I'm paying, what, like $10,000 a day, remove my socks from my feet, you know? <laughs> like, I think if I'm paying that much then yes for sure they and cannot. steam my yacht dress yeah i mean it's it's all very i would blah, just blah. rather pack unpack myself because if it's two nights three days i honestly i wouldn't unpack same i'm not I a just big unpacker. Like, you know what i'll just grab this shit off the same. top and then i'll just smush it all back down again for especially me to go back when out. like you know hannah's not unobliging but she's not obliging they're like can you steam this she's like Mm. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Oh, 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 good. I'll do that. It's not like they're like going there being like, do you want to be unpacked? Can we steam this for yeah. you? It's like, can you unpack me? And it's like, yeah. And it's like, for me, I just wouldn't want anyone to touch my like true. suitcase and all my shit. True, true, true. Because who knows what's in there? Dark times. I mean, I'm acting like I'm hiding some deep shit in my. I'm hiding a lot of like Harry Potter books and Mentos. So. Kiko is serving dinner to this crew of people and he's got again another mushroom dish that's a bit late. I think they're serving dinner. They're supposed to be at like 9.30. They're serving dinner at 10.15. Everyone's very stressed out. Kiko's just literally like it's upsetting to watch because he's beating himself up so fucking hard. Like literally he's like, I'm so horrible. This is the worst day of my life. Like I cannot be but a also, like, blah, blah, blah. So I'm a very uh very like throw in the blanket kind of person. I'm like fuck it, Kiko, just the towel. Just be like throw in the towel. Yeah, throw it in. Throw like, the blanket up. Did in I say blankets? Me schools. <laughs> so I feel like I'm just very much like, oh, let's just call it quits, let's go to bed, like tonight's not my night, but you cannot do that when people are no. paying like eight thousand dollars for that dinner. Like, you are the chef. And he somehow manages, but also, like, there is a lot of stress. Like, he must pre-plan, but surely, like, can you not pre-plan more? I don't know. I'm used to the whole blow deck thing. No, and I think that, that he had an issue with, like, portion sizes because everyone was still hungry. That's horrid. After his meals were all served and stuff. Anyway, it was really upsetting to watch because he was so upset. And I just know, like, so I posted on the Instagram, to like, the other What's day. Me? I was What's like, me? the chef, I want to be versus the chef I am and I put Kiko as the chef I want to be and then I put this previous below deck med chef as the chef that I am what she and like she was horrible crazy oh my god her name was Mila <laughs> and she like literally made like box pancakes because she's like Americans love shit out of a box like she who was these, the captain like, not Sandy it was Sandy 
What did Sandy think? Sandy was so confused. Like she made like nachos, which was disgusting. With like like it was disgusting, and and actually Hannah was like, I'm not serving this to the guests. Like she was like, I think it was the first time I've seen a stew be like, I'm not even bringing this outside to the guests. Yeah, so she was crazy and. It just made me realize, like, Kiko, you're doing fine. Like, that's what the whole post was about. I was just like, Kiko, you're okay. You might be having a shit night, but, like... You're doing it fine. All will be well. Exactly. All will be well. Exactly. So, like, I feel like come next episode, like, hopefully he'll be fine again. I mean, to be honest, though, I'm upset because I don't want to see Rob and Jess kissing all the time. Yeah. Is it just me? Like, I'm like, I don't want to see them, like, nudging each other with their faces. Guests are paying $10,000 for this hookup. You know, iron or something. I don't know. I just didn't like it. No. Kiss I don't know. I feel off. like they have a lot of sexual chemistry, but I don't know if they have, like, an emotional connection. Who cares about that, though, really? <laughs> Otherwise, I think the preview for next week, we've got um, Rob and Malia surprisingly feuding about some sort of power struggle or something. And um, Sandy's yelling at someone. I don't I love know it. who. Love it. And then we've also got um, Jess and Bugsy having a bit of a feud. Yes. I, yeah. I'm excited. Yeah. So next week, we'll be able to tell you guys all about that. And until then, chill the fuck out. So we're coming back just quickly. And a bit of a scandalous assumption, but I don't think that Roni needs a full recap this week again again Again. i don't know like so we started this week and everyone went to ramona's the berkshires no dorinda's dorinda sorry i always do that i hate myself for it because they (laughs) are so different (laughs) i love dorinda hate ramona but ramona's got the hamptons house yes i am aware i'm just in my mind they're you know, names. Uh, it's a names thing. Dorinda. Um, but we went to the Berkshires and it's all done up nicely. There was a bit of a flood. It looked the same. It looked the same. <laughs> Is that just me? Like, I'm like, we had a lot of flashbacks to some befores and afters. And I was like, it looks the same. I mean, that is true. But I think there was a lot of flooding. So we didn't see the complete, like, fluttery. Damage. Right. Damage. And then I think as far as Dorinda goes, I think there was a lot of nostalgic attachment and then with her husband yeah to the to the old house so even though it looks the same to us it's kind of all fresh and new for her and i think that's kind of you know good it is like to me i'm like the and they did a beautiful thing the bravo editors they kind of went around the house when dorinda was doing her tour and like took us back to times Berkshire's times of the past like where all the shit has gone down and it did remind me like the Berkshire's episodes are normally like some of the best like we normally get like some excellent quality content I just don't know that this episode really gave it to us like it might just have been me but I'm like you know what like so the, the gang arrived we've still got Ramona Dorinda and Sonia having some issues from the last time they saw each other in that weird Halloween angry, angry night. So I'm like, I don't know how they're going to resolve it. We've got Elise, who is also coming, apparently, who's also upset at Ramona. So I'm like, fuck, like... There is no way to watch Roni this season without being a little bit wasted. You've got to be as confused as they are. And so you have... Like, everyone mad at Ramona for what she did at the Halloween party, which, to be honest, kind of isn't anything. <laughs> like, it's classic Ramona. Like, it's like we kept saying 
earlier today we're like i don't really get why everyone's mad like this is who ramona is like she's an asshole she wants to have parties by herself like she's never really gonna put anyone else ahead of her own needs she was like this from day dot and you kind of got that when elise arrived and she and ramona fought and i felt bad for elise because you could not fight with ramona like nothing she was saying made sense and then she kept moving to another room like you know when someone's ideas are so different to yours on morals or values and you're just like i can't fight with you exactly it does not logically make sense 100 percent. so like i felt like we were going into this berkshire's episode with like a bunch of unresolved issues that i again didn't really know how to resolve because i don't really know what the fuck was going on so we get there the house looks great it has a different fish room like the fish luann has yeah and you put it under the 11 points for dorinda for like bringing up like the fish statues and putting them you know underneath the bed yeah Yeah. that was cute i thought and And like that also like a bit of a like a it kind of like a peace offering you know like lol fish room yeah and luann took it with a great attitude i thought like it was very cute totally um otherwise like they all go downstairs they wait for elise to arrive elise comes in hot she's kind of like she's got beef to resolve with ramona she's had a drive and she's like being like behind the rail but like elise and ramona like they have some random big chat about whatever the fuck elise is mad about and i honestly have no idea like how to resolve it what the issue is like what's going on like all i know is that ramona keeps leaving the room again and again and again elise keeps being like i'm your friend and ramona keeps being like i have 60 friends and elise is like i'm your friend like dude at some point i had to do a little fast forward because i'm like what on earth is going on here i know it's all just a bit socialite and it's just like they're not real friends and i don't get i get that they're friends but they're not they're like social friends no like, exactly and at least like, like with beverly hills um they're like you can tell it's a little bit more grittier and real whereas new york it's more these are the rules we follow i don't know because my cousin doth declare that the reason she thinks that new york can get over shit is because they hang out a lot more and she thinks the the problem with beverly hills is that like denise Okay. Like she that. goes to these parties and if she doesn't confront it, it's going to come up again the next time they see each other when they're filming because they don't hang out like organically. So whereas New York, there's like every It seems day. like it's kind of like, oh, all these unfilmed things. that's like, oh, I love her. It's fine. I, we obviously have a relationship outside of the show. Like, I mean, obviously the fact that Dorinda and Elise eventually do fold, they obviously have a relationship with her outside of. And we're saying the way that, that the show goes. this whole week, like, um, so Leah is holidaying with Elise and they've been speaking about Ramona's big scandal. Have you heard about this? No. So. Tell me. Yeah. Tell me everything. I don't want to, but you're going to hear it one way or the it. other. So are you prepared? Strap I'm ready. In. So there's this big rumor that Ramona, you know how that like she shot the bed? I don't know when it was, but it came out maybe a few months ago. And then it was kind of like taboo. And then um, Leah and her sister were like, Ramona yes. pooed the bed. There was something, yes. but it in, never really well, fully they, came out. Yes, in this season where it was like but Leah and... Elise and Leah, I think, have shed a lie. And so apparently Ramona shits herself a little bit when she has sex. <laughs> oh Which, my God, what? I don't believe. I don't get it fully. Like, I'm like, there's more to this story. Maybe we're... It's just a bit confusing. I just read it and was like, whoa. 
Like, I've been reading a lot this week about shitting in beds from, like, Johnny Depp and Amber Heard. Ooh. Yeah. That Who whole... shot where? Well, they're going through the, the divorce trial. It doesn't, it doesn't look Amber good, does it? or friend. Yeah, it's it's not pretty. So then I was like, Ramona? What? That's very, like, in trend of you today. But that's pretty much the only thing that we gathered from this episode that we're like, oh, this is noteworthy. Because otherwise they're just fighting, like... At the end of the day, Elise and Dorinda both give in quite easily to Ramona's antics. Like, she spends most of their argument running away to multiple rooms in the house, trying to, like, avoid the conversation. Mm-hmm. Elise and Dorinda, like, they just can't bother to deal with, like, Ramona hating them. So, like, they end up having Ramona sitting on their lap. I think the next argument they get into is Sonia and Luann with her show. That was weird to me because I feel like there's this whole, in, in Roni, there's a whole like one level of what you see in the show and then sub-level where it's like you kind of have to be a bit of a, like a Roni fan to like deep dive into like the Instagram stories and whatnot. Well, and then like, it comes up in the main show and you're like, but if I hadn't watched the deep dive Roni, I wouldn't right. get this. You know what I mean? Luann gets upset at Sonia because she's like I have legit Broadway actors in my show and yada yada but I'm like given the context of the audience that you have at your shows that pays for your tickets Sonia's worth more than a Broadway actor well, in that context she's like, definitely worth more than $250 which is disgusting fucking, it is disgusting she should be at least getting like $1,000 I reckon the rent will cut a lot of slack from that because that's really low for like a talent to pay. And I think like she's underestimating Sonia as a talent versus Broadway actors because no one wants to see Broadway actors at no. the Man show. I'd much rather see Sonia come up on stage and take her dress off than a Broadway actor. Yep, completely agree. Anyway, that was kind of like the Roni recap, I reckon. Yeah, I don't really think there was anything else to add. Like, I think next week, I don't even fucking remember. Like, we'll probably get into more drunk antics in the Berkshires. So I think, again, we'll watch it and we'll establish whether or not we think it's worth fully recapping or we think we should just kind of do, like, a little quick bada-bing, bada-boom. But before we wrap, I think we've got top five at five game. Top five at five. You know what? I know you guys are waiting out for it. Sorry. This week, top five at five, we're doing our top five favorite um, housewife husbands and or bravo husbands slash boyfriends mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. if we have something that's the same have to do a drink or shot or whatever the fuck it is do you want to go first okay my number five edwin teddy's edwin. teddy's husband oh i thought you said evan edwin you like edwin i don't not like him what He's just a good guy oh when the fuck okay. has edwin done anything noteworthy of life when he did not cheat on his wife, I was very Remember excited. when she was crying at the dinner party? He didn't even barely get up off Kendall, his Kendall, I do not know what I'm doing. <laughs> top five, top five. <laughs> limited boyfriends and husbands. Top five, Come on. five is not about... Okay, well, at least I don't have to drink this round. Okay. Who is your well, that was one true. of five? My, <laughs> one of mine is Chris from Potomac. So he's married to Monique. He's that guy that has a super, super low voice. He's like... Oh, hey, Malik, how you doing today? Oh, yeah, we're saying the same later like, season. Are you joking? Oh, my God, you're scaring me. I don't know. Okay, so I, I think Kendall's only seen, like, the first few seasons. Yeah, so after I have season three. But I went, like, I've only... I love Chris. She's seen more than me, but I'm someone that, like, deep Oh, my God, dives. you guys are going to cry. Okay, I don't know. Maybe I got confused with people, but I'm pretty sure we don't like him. Yeah. Okay. No, I don't know. Okay, I so like him. Edwin's looking pretty good, and I'm going to go back to number four. 
Okay, okay, we're doing so well so far. Let's use your next um, one. Okay, so my next one is Bobby Saren. Oh, he was lovely. Rest in peace. Like he's so, he really treated Jill right. And like, obviously there was a whole weird thing with like Ali, his stepdaughter. But I think in the end they were kind of cute. He was nice. He like, was nice. He was nice. I mean, I just, there's not that many great ones and he was pretty good. No. No. Okay. My next one is um Bo from V-Pump. He's so boring. <laughs> but he's so sweet. Yeah, like, I just, I don't know. I think that's going to be a scandal. But he does have a sense of humor as well. Don't like, he's not, like, just, like, the boringest oh. man alive. Oh. I think the boat has a sense of humor. I don't know. Oh, All right, guys, this is controversial. That was controversial. Go on, what's your next one? <laughs> I know we've brought him up before, but watching this show, I really enjoyed watching Paul Nassib. Dude. He was, like, great when people needed him. Like, this there was... Is- really overwhelming top five. Do you want to like break up with me in a podcast? Oh, just speaking no, again. I just mean like obviously I don't want to marry him. I just mean I really enjoyed him as a house. The botched married to Adrian Maloof Paul yes, I think I remember when like him and Kyle had like nicknames and like no, Okay. 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 Next, 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 next. My next, next one is Juan. From Potomac. Do you have one? I do not, but I really like him. I love one. He's really he's just sexy. like so cute. He's sexy as fuck. Like him and Robin are so I would, adorable. I, like him and Robin are so cute. I would burn him. Just freaking love each other and have bit more babies and I love you guys. Yeah. So yeah, one. I've got two Potomac ones. I'm really nervous about Monique and okay. Chris now. Number two. Just general life. Number two is Tom Sandoval. I've got me. Tom Sandoval. Number two. Yeah. He's like so teamariana.com.au. He's every other international zip code. Like I just think he loves her and supports her no matter what. Unless it was weird. But, you know, like, he's just, he's a good guy. Yeah, I love him. Me too. Okay. Next. Number one. Now I've done mine. Your turn. Maurizio. Is that your number one? Yeah. Me too. Ching, ching. Ching, ching. I just, like, I always enjoyed him. I know now we see him as the high Maui. But I think <laughs> he's, he, I mean, question. Mm. I've been watching a lot of old school Bev Hills. Did he ever cheat on Kyle? I know there were the rumors, but I don't think he did. I mean, I don't know. When he's got his Mo situation going, I don't know what happened. I mean, I don't think he did, and I don't want to believe he did. I like Maurizio. Like, I think he's a very good house husband. I love how much he loves his daughters. Yes, and he takes care of Kim, and, like, he's very nice and to Farrell, and, like, yeah, I just genuinely think he gives a shit about Kyle's life and her career and all that stuff. So, you guys, that was our top five at five. Let us know if you missed Tagline Guessing Game this week, because we can always do it next week. Or, alternatively, if you enjoyed it not being around. <laughs> exactly. Just let us know. We need some feedback on the reg, in the reg, left of the reg, mm-hmm. and top five of five next week. I'm gonna put it out there now while Ooh. we're here. Oh, do it, do it. I'm gonna say your top five weddings. Oh my lordy, because it's quite a few, right? Yeah. Or does that count as um vow renewals? Yeah. Or vow, just weddings? No, vow renewal. That, that's I know, a tricky word. <laughs> I think I didn't say it right. The vow, vow renewal, renewal, or weddings. So, no engagements. But Valvanuelas or wedding. <laughs> okay, I'm excited. All right, get excited, guys. And thank you so much for joining us. And you can also follow us on Instagram at oh, Bravo the podcast. And we post lots of nice, funny memes about random shit. Otherwise, we look forward to chatting with you guys again next week.